0: Welcome to Veghead Speaks. This is Robin. I welcome all of my listeners back, and I want to give a shout out to all my friends up in the Chico Paradise area who have been struggling with um, the Northern California fires, the Camp Fire. Uh, My my school, Chico State, is off this week uh, in light of um, all the devastation up there, and just it's um, I know so many people that have been impacted directly, indirectly, and so that with saying that, I just want to um, shout out and say, "Hey, California is behind you, and um, I can't wait to get back up there and see how my friends friends are doing." Um, we, we're struggling with the smoke down here in um, Sacramento area, and in so doing, I just can't even fathom what it must be like um, up in Chico and Paradise and the surrounding area. So with that said, um, today's topic, I wanted to address the keto diet. And the reason I decided to kind of single out the keto diet is because I keep getting asked about it. Um, I I was recently this week, I am going through the process to become a volunteer with one of the dietitians at a, a hospital. So it's kind of a big process. And so I was having some blood drawn, and the woman drawing my blood asked me what I was going to be doing. And I told her I was going to be working with the RD. And she's like, oh, so you know all about diets. And I said, well, yeah, I've studied them. And she said, well, I want to go on the keto diet. And so I just asked her, I said, well, what is it about the keto diet that you like and she said, well, you get to lose weight really fast, and I just keep gaining weight, and Thanksgiving's coming, and Christmas is coming, and I don't want to gain any more weight. I just got to stop it, and I just got to bite the bullet and go on the keto diet for two months, and then, you know, um, be done with it. So I said, oh, okay, well, good luck with that. And, um, you know, kept my, my opinion to myself, because you're not, I can't change the world. And I can't can change someone whose mind is already made up. And with that said, in speaking to my listeners, um, I, I don't want to be preachy, I really want you to find what works for you. And um, I, I do have a bias. My bias is I I really believe in the whole food plant-based diet. And I would love to see everyone eating that way because I think it's in some form or fashion because I think it's good for your health. And I think it's good for our, um, our world health, our environmental health. And, but that said, uh, um, I know everybody's different and culturally they have different things they like and, you know, um, just different, food tolerances and emotions around food all those things there's a food's a very personal uh, topic so in knowing that I I try to tread gently if someone asks my opinion I share it Um, and and I don't have judgment I just want to give information so that's what I kind of want to do here I want to share with you the information and I, I started out with a lot of curiosity about the keto diet. Um, I, you know, I had learned about it in in school. We learn about the keto diet uh, in a biochemical sense. We talk about it, um, how it was devised, and uh, frequently used for epileptics because. Um, glucose seems to cause more seizures and, you know, the brain is a firing issue. And whereas the ketones being used by the brain rather than the glucose tend to have fewer. But, you know, what instantly came up for me was, well, in eating all that protein saturated fat, what does it do to their heart health? Well, what I was told by my professor is that that's really a moot point because they're trying to stop these seizures, right? So their, their cardiovascular health is not the most immediate problem. So that's why the keto diet seems to be what they use. So that was my first exposure to it. And then, and then later on in another class, a grad class, uh, we were looking at all the different diets because we are going to be exposed to them. And the keto diet, you know, was one that they were kind of talking about we learned about and you know from what I learned about it I'm like oh it's not a very balanced way of eating and it's not very sustainable and so it seems like it's one of the, the like many diets it could be the Adkins, it could be you know some of those other popular ones it, people go on them and then off of them and uh I, I would love to peop, have people just have a, a lifestyle and have a healthier relationship with food and healthier um, make healthier food choices and not go on and off of it, you know because then you're it's, you're always thinking about it, okay, how many more days do I have to diet and how I, I cheated this day so I have to be better this day or restrict this day and it just becomes this push and pull with um, food. And when in fact food should be a really um, beautiful part of your life. I mean, we should enjoy eating and um, enjoy the whole process. And what I see happening is uh, dieting doesn't really do that. And that's why I do have a um, a podcast on the non diet approach because the idea is to just have a healthy relationship and not have to actually diet. Okay. And when I say a diet, I mean some sort of uh, restriction, uh, calorie restriction to lose weight typically. And that's what most people want to do. Most people want to lose weight. So they want to, and they want to do it quickly. So the keto diet, I think is attractive because it's really mainstream right now. And I, I, I you know, I, this really surprises me. I go, why is it so mainstream? Because when I first learned ab- about it, after I the second exposure to it, I'm like, this This is really not a, a great thing. And I just kind of pushed it aside going, there's no way anybody's going to be doing that. And here it keeps resurfacing. And what comes up for me is I, when I was reading, so, so let me back up a little. So I went online, like many people would do, and started kind of poking around as to what's out there. What are people learning about the keto diet? And I came upon um, a website that was super well done. I mean, it was a beautiful website, looked really, um, you know, like the guy knew what he was talking about. He was a doctor in quotes. He's actually a chiropractor, which they're a doctor of the spine, um, not actually of a medical doctor. Um, So he's, (laughs) if he had a slipped disc, he'd probably be great. I'm not sure how great, you know, how he, well he knows nutrition, but he's very well spoken. He has a, a really slick um, uh, website and uh, cites a couple cites two studies uh, to support the keto diet, of which I went and read. Um, uh, one was done on uh, gymnasts, only six of them, and then the other was done on high level cyclists, but they never determined, they didn't really say what high level meant. And they, they weren't very convincing. Okay. And one was done like in the eighties, not to say that a good study can stand for decades. Um, but, but that was all there wasn't anything else really, um, supporting. And, and he was using those athletic ones basically in this one part of his website saying how great, um, the keto diet was for athletic performance. So, Um, So I read through that, and then, I mean, I'm trying to keep an open mind with it, and um, I read and learned that the people on the keto diet are called Ketoers, and this particular website had a whole um, membership you could join up on, and you could fast together, and you had the before and after pictures. And if you read the fine print, it basically – was a disclaimer saying that the the results you saw on the website were not the norm. They were kind of on, you know, the edges. So which meant to me that the average person doing this will not have those same dramatic results. And, and then of course they wanted to sell you um, supplements and they wanted to sell you um, memberships and be able to buy the plan. And then there was like different levels of, ketoing or being a keto there was like a standard keto and a targeted keto and a cyclic keto and then they talked about the big three which was supposed to be the fats proteins and carbs and um and the macros they had all these kind of cool terms and um anyway i i It was just, um, interesting, (laughs) you know, I was just like, okay, this is, I could see why people would get sucked into this or want to do it. It's like, they're showing me pictures of people that have lost weight. I want to lose weight. He's saying I can do it in a short amount of time and I get to eat fat. I get to eat, you know, bacon and, you know, um, meat, all the things I love. And I think give up donuts? Okay, I can do that for two months. Okay. That's kind of I think the mindset. I'm I'm thinking is what people are are saying. And so so they they continue to villainize carbs on, you know, on that particular website. And uh, they go through the whole the whole biochemistry of it um, in a very simplistic way, saying, you know, carbs make glucose and sugar and that's what your body uses. And instead we're going to use ketones. And, you know, I, I just kind of couldn't get past, you know, how our bodies are designed. So our bodies are designed, intrinsically designed to biochemistry wise, to use glucose, your brain only uses glucose except for they ha- your, your body has this override system when you're starving, because it wants to keep you alive, because your body will do anything to try to stay alive, to then use ketones. So when you get into keto- um, keto- ketosis, um, it's kind of what your body would be doing in starvation. And you're deliberately doing this to yourself, okay? And you know, if you're starving, you're going to lose weight. Okay. (laughs) I mean, if you're out in the backwoods and lost for a couple of weeks, you're going to lose weight because you're, you're starving yourself. Right. And, um, so the fact that people are putting themselves into that state is, is kind of surprising to me. And that's why I remember when I first read about it, I just thought there's no way anybody would do this. It just goes against your, your nature of your body. Um, we're designed to use carbohydrate and carbs. I'm not talking donuts and bagels and breads and crackers, and I'm talking about fruits and vegetables in, that have carbohydrate in them. Okay. And um, so, you know, that those are all the things you're supposed to be eating for your body to use your carbohydrate and to put the glycogen into your muscles for later use when you need to use your muscles. And, and if you're eating all those things and not eating um, over more than you, you know, eating this amount you need instead of eating more than you burn, you'll be at equilibrium. Instead, if we eat over that, then you're going to store it as fat. Okay. And so anyway, I, I just, that was the one thing I just, I had a really hard time getting through, um, just reading is like we want to do, put our bodies into this state. And it just made no sense to me. It's like, but we're not designed that way. Um, so anyway, that was that they, they, it should be short term. They say, um, but there were a lot of rules. There were the keto rules and I just, and which kind of was like, okay, this, this is why people are going to lose weight. So some of the rules were you restrict your carbohydrates. Um, and then you, you are supposed to eat 0.6 to 0.8 per kilogram, um, gram of protein per kilogram of, of body weight. And, um, so if you're cutting down your protein, uh, which by the way, that's the recommended, um, amount, that's your RDA for protein. um, And and Americans eat way above that. So right there, if you're following that requirement and eating that amount of protein, then you're going to lose some weight. Um, The other one was drink a lot of water, uh, probably because you're going to be constipated. If you're not eating any fruits or vegetables and you're only eating meat and fat, you're going to be constipated. So your only saving grace would be to drink a lot of water. And I still think you'd probably be constipated. Um, they want you to stop snacking, start fasting, and to add exercise. So if you're cutting your um, your snacks, because let's face it, I mean that's going to be all your processed foods. Um, you're cutting calories, and now you're adding exercise, and and so you know you're that's that's calorie restriction. You're going to lose weight, and so um, and. They want you to take supplements so that you don't miss out on um, any nutrients you might need. Of course, this website sold them. But some of the things that I thought were interesting was that they said the things you could watch out for is you'd have bad breath, which when you go into ketosis, uh, often that's what happens. And... Um, you're going to have a dry mouth, increased urination probably because you're adding your increased water. And actually, um, I, I think the increased urination might be also from you losing water in your muscles because if you're not storing glycogen, um, y- usually it's water and, and uh, glucose that are in your muscles for storage for glycogen. glycogen. And when, if you're not doing that, you're gonna, you're going to lose it. So, I mean, I don't know that for certain, but that kind of makes sense to me. And, um, so there's a couple of the things. Um, oh, and then also, I guess then after you've been doing this a while, then you can actually target your body type and there's different body types. They try to tell you different things to eat. And it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot of things, uh, moving parts to keep track of. And, and I was just like, why the plant-based diet is so easy. Why do people go to all that rigmarole? Why are they making it so hard on themselves? When doing a plant-based diet, you're just you're just not eating meat and animal products. It's super easy. Everything else you can eat, you can eat as much as you want. You don't have to worry about calories. You don't have to worry about you know, um, you know. Of course, if you want to be um, a, a you know vegan type eater that does, only eats processed foods, you're probably not going to lose a lot of weight. Okay. And you're missing out on getting all the antioxidants from the fruits and vegetables, and that's another big concern I have with the keto. Is um, you know, inflammation and oxidative stress are closely related to um, disease, and people want to get rid of inflammation. Well, you know, and oxidation, and the way you do that is by eating antioxidants. And where do you get those? You get those in fruits and vegetables. You don't get them in meat and you get fiber in fruits and vegetables. You don't get it in meat and you, you know, your whole grains, your fibers in there as well. So um, you're really limiting um, some really healthful foods and taking them out of your diet by following um, this, restrictive, this restrictive diet. But I think for some people, they like they like to be a part of something and they want the quick results. And so, um, and for some reason they think following plant-based is really too difficult, wh- which is really perplexing to me. So a couple other things. If you, you know, don't just listen to me, let me be your starting point and then do your own research. Um, uh, there is a lot of evidence um you know, showing that animal protein uh, is uh, the higher levels of animal protein, the higher your risk for cardiovascular disease. And one of the larger studies—it's um, done by Dr. Gary Fraser. It's F-R-A-Z-E-R. Um, he's Gary E. Fraser, and he he does the Adventist Health Study. So he he follows the um, Seventh-day Adventists who are basically vegetarian. Uh, There's different levels, actually. So within their population, some are vegan, uh, some are lacto-ovo vegetarian, some are pescatarian, um, all the way up to non-vegetarian. Okay, you have a spectrum. And these studies... um, if you decide to read them, you can actually see him. Uh, if you go to if you Google his name, you'll find a short two and a half minute uh, YouTube of him just hitting the high points of what he found in some of his studies. And what he found is it was almost like a step like um, progression of the more animal protein you ate, the more cardiovascular risk you had. Okay, and and the same was true for diabetes. The same was true for blood pressure. The same was true for quality of life. Um, oddly enough, the more people that had um, a better diet, you know, with ate less animal protein, seemed to have um, a happier life because they had less disease. They had just they were more engaged and more active. All those things. So, um, so that's one. One study you can look at, there's another fellow called named Dr. Anthony Lim. He's a protege, I think, now of uh, Dr. McDougall. And he he speaks really honestly about his uh, transition from being a paleo guy, I think, to uh, a plant-based diet. And he's a, a really vibrant young doctor and a uh, really great spokesperson and just you know, listen to his, his, his progress. I mean, l- listen to his odyssey, kind of his, his path of why he made that change. And, um, and he has, and another big study that's been done, it was the nurse's health study and um, that's out of Harvard. And so I think those are some studies. If you really want to start someplace, Dr. Kim Williams, you can find him online. Um, he speaks very eloquently about, um, some of the health risks of eating uh, saturated fat, and the vegan versus keto diet as well. But um, ultimately, some of these studies, what they've said is there's no amount of safe animal products. Okay, and they if you had if you took those animal products and had to rate them. Uh, red meat would actually be better than processed meat. So if you're trying to get yourself on the process of working toward a healthier diet, that's where you should start. Say, okay, I eat a lot of processed meat. Let's cut that out and just eat some red meat. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm, I'm like, I, would, I don't want you eating meat at all, but let's meet you where you are, right? And eat a smaller portion and eat more fruits and vegetables. That's what I would encourage you to do, Okay. Um, it, it's as easy as that. It's as easy as that. So, you don't need to do any big special diet where you're paying money for supplements and paying money for memberships. And just go to your produce aisle. Go to your produce aisle and fill your basket and then bring it home and eat it. That's all you need to do. Okay. And, you know, find good recipes. I had a great email from someone I care a lot about who um, follows VegHead and told me that she's not really plant, completely plant-based. She's more vegan, which means that, you know, she might be eating a little more higher calorie foods, but the best thing that she said to me out of the message was how great she was feeling. And most importantly, how she enjoyed finding recipes and cooking again so she was lit up about the whole process so it's this whole self-care and um, doing something for yourself and and it's it's a really great thing um to prepare your meals for yourself it's very nourishing and so i was really really thrilled to hear that and so that's what i want for you my listeners that's what i want um find what works for you there's nothing my way i'm just some things out there to you, take from what, what you want and and move forward. But move. Move in a direction, okay? Like I like to say is today is it going to be one day or is today day 1? So think about that. So how you how you look at it. One day I'm going to do this or day 1 I'm doing it today. And every meal is an opportunity. Every meal. So with that said, um Go forth and eat well in good health. Um, This is Robin signing off. Thank you.